Hey, hey, it's Neville Medora for January 27th, 2022 with the stupid email. That means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. So let's get started. Now, this is a kind of wild Smith & Wesson steak gun ad from 1988. Uh, it's a bit of a divisive ad, and they use an incredibly grabbing image of a steak shaped like a gun. And the, it, they're trying to say that a gun is not better just because it's thicker. So for a steak, if it's thicker, it's better. But for a gun, it's different. Now, this is kind of a weird ad, and some people are divided about guns, whatever. But the point is, this was a very grabbing image. Like, you look at it, and you're just like, what? What, what, what does it have to do with revolvers? And that's what the headline is. And it kind of grabs your headline attention, it grabs your image attention, and then gets you to read the text. So the copy on the ad ends with this, this line that says, people who are serious about handguns know the difference too. When they order a burger, they want it thick and juicy, but when they buy a revolver, they want it lean and tough, like a Smith and Wesson. And whatever you think about guns, I thought that was an awesome line for this ad. So a bit of a divisive ad, but it's definitely one that grabs attention and focuses on a very, very specific audience. Um, here's an interesting thought. So there are currently these things on the market called NFTs, non-fungible tokens, which are being pitched as basically like owning a digital picture. So there's this collection of Bored Apes, which is a collection of NFTs, just basically a picture, that got a lot of hype, selling for as much as $4 million for one of them. And you may have heard about a lot of this and whatever you think of it, fine. But however, this seems like a very version one point use case of technology. The, this is a very early use case of NFTs, I think. And one really cool and useful use case of NFTs I've seen is to prove you've attended an event, a class, or a conference. And so there's a lot of cool uses for NFTs that are actually more useful than just you know displaying digital art. And one is called the proof of attendance protocol. And I kind of wish I had this throughout my life. Not only would it kind of document the things you've done, almost like a blog, but it's a standard by which projects can send NFTs that prove you participated in some event. So imagine having solid proof of events you've attended or certificates you've received or classes you went to or fundraisers you've gave to or places you volunteered at as a resume. So it'll say 2019, it'll show all these badges that you did. And then 2022, all these badges that you did, et cetera. It would almost be like a public ledger of your experience. Um, I shared a link where Vitalik Buterin, one of the founders of, or the founder of Ethereum, explains it more in a paper. Here's something uplifting. So your brain is like a sponge. If you feed it negativity, hate, and anger all day, it will reflect that. However, if you feed it fun, happiness, and positivity, it will reflect that. So if you input happy stuff, you get happy thoughts. If you input sad stuff, you get sad thoughts. So if you follow people on social media who make you angry or constantly complain, consider unfollowing them. You do not ask for them to spout negativity in your face. It's your choice to control what you allow in your brain. So one of the ways I started doing this a long time ago is on Facebook, you don't have to necessarily unfriend someone to unfollow them. There is an unfollow option. So that means you could still be their friend, look at their stuff, but then you can just not see what they post in your feed. And then also on Instagram and Twitter, these are things that if you like someone, it'll show you all their stories, all their posts. And you know what? I'm just tired of it. If there's someone that posts like way too much about politics or something, I'm out. Like, I just, I, I just don't want to see it. And so I unfollow them. You know what? I can always go check their profile again or something later. But there's a lot of unfriend or unfollow features on a lot of these social networks now. So you can still stay friends with someone, just not follow them. And I would say it can make you a lot happier. So if you see someone on social media, it's making you ha unhappy all the time. Maybe it's me. 
um, then just unfollow. You know, it's 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 real simple and it's uh, it helps your sanity and it just makes you happier. Here's some a picture or actually pictures. So I recently did a guest post about one of my bestest buddies in the world, Noah Kagan. Um, and I wrote some of the things I've learned about him over the years. And here's some uh, some highlights. So uh, Noah went from scrawny to jacked in about a year. And I show that he got really into fitness a few years ago. And, and the interesting thing about him is he doesn't work out like a lone wolf. Like I feel like I just work out alone because I always thought that's kind of what you do. But he always organizes fitness like with all his friends. So he does a lot of bike rides. He, he does a lot of these like home gym workouts where he'll invite people over or he'll play squash. He does a lot of like uh, group sports. So he's managed to turn fitness into a fun hangout type of thing, which is uh, which is kind of cool. Um, here's another thing. He's always been a hard worker, but it doesn't seem like work to him. I think this is one of the reasons he's successful is because he says he doesn't work a lot, but then I've hung out with him for months at a time and uh, he works a lot. <laughs> it's like, but he doesn't think it's work. He's just on the phone or he's writing a blog post or he's making a video or writing a script or uh, hiring someone. He actually finds it fun. So it's, he's not really working in his mind. He's just kind of like messing around and somehow money pops up. So I don't know. I think that's a, an interesting thing about him. Um, here's another thing. Noah will randomly start doing push-ups everywhere. Um, I've started replicating this because honestly, it was at first like kind of a funny thing, but then I'm like, well, it's doing push-ups randomly. Like it's not harming anyone and it's good for you. So at any given point, you might see Noah randomly doing like 20 plus push-ups. And it always just happens randomly. Like you'll just be standing there and be like, hey, Noah, what do you think of, and he's on the floor doing push-ups. It's, 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 it's quite funny sometimes. Um, and the funny thing is when he starts doing them, other people join in. They're like, all right, I'll do some push-ups. And they start doing push-ups too. It's, it's like a contagious thing. It's like a, like a cough or something. It's contagious. And then here's another thing. He is really, really good at planning events. Um, Noah got to know his whole network of friends by throwing conferences in Silicon Valley. And what I came to learn over the years is that Noah actually just loves hosting things and he's actually really talented at it. So he hosts probably two plus events per week. And that can be like a small hangout with his friends or an event like Sumo Ride where he'll get, you know, 75 people to bike 50 miles. And he'll, he'll organize a lot of this stuff himself and he'll have an assistant sometimes do some stuff, but he just organizes so many things himself. He'll even make up reasons to host events. Um, for example, he threw our friend David a fake bar mitzvah. And if you think about it, this was a, an event with 50 plus people and he planned the whole thing just for fun. Like he invited the people, he cooked ribs himself, he bought drinks, he planned uh, fake bar mitzvah games, he wrote an entire roast. And this was a, a made up event that he did just randomly on a week. And so it's kind of wild. I've never seen anyone so good at organizing events. Um, he enjoys it while it stresses most people out. In fact, he's thrown a lot of my own parties and I feel bad sometimes because he'll throw me these awesome surprise parties, which like I can't replicate because I, I don't really enjoy planning events. It stresses me out more than it does him, but he's just so damn good at it. It's kind of wild. Anyways, that's enough about Noah, but uh, it's it, such a character. And uh, that was a funny email I had uh, writing about him. And here is something interesting. So of course, one of my favorite ways to explain things is by combining images with simple text callouts. I think it's one of the highest output forms of uh, information that you could possibly do besides a video. And so this is uh, Cooking with Litz, uh, one of our friends, and she's showing off a healthy breakfast with callouts. And it's just a picture of her breakfast on a white background. It says protein, fiber, protein, healthy fats, and just points to each one. And from that, I was like, oh, I didn't even know edamame was protein. I, I had no idea. And I don't even really know what fiber and carbs are, but she pointed to some salad stuff and whatever. And I was like, oh, 
I just learned something from this very simple Instagram post. Speaking of Instagram, here's a cool Instagram ad I saw for a slim wallet I saw from King's Loot. It it sounds like King Sloot on, on their Instagram though. And it uses callouts to showcase their product. And it's this slim wallet and it just uses a basic callouts to showcase the whole wallet. And you get the whole point just from looking at that. It's really neat. And finally, here's a drawing. So um, look at this drawing on the email uh, with this chassis of a 1958 Corvette highlighted in orange. So what this is from is from an, a Corvette ad from 1958 that shows the Corvette in a see-through drawing so you can see the unique chassis that allows it to handle better. And back in the day, they didn't really take photographs in magazines and ads. They didn't come out as well because there weren't as many colors. And so there's a lot of drawings. That was a popular style back in the day. And so they, they showed the chassis and why it's centered lower than others and that's why it's a better handling car. And um, I thought it was a cool piece and I might have to have this framed and hang, hung up in my office somewhere because uh, I have a lot of uh, framed pieces of marketing. I thought this was fantastic. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed these little tidbits. I hope you have a happy Friday. Um, my name is Neville Mendoza. You can follow me at copywritingcourse.com. You can also check out swipefile.com. That's where I collect a lot of this stuff and get my ideas. And anytime I get an idea and then we have other writers that get ideas, they post on swipefile.com. And a swipe file is basically just a big old file of marketing materials, whether it's a homepage, whether it's a pop-up, whether it's an email, whether it's an advertisement from the 50s. If we think it's really cool and you can learn something from it, we'll post it on swatfile.com and you can reference it anytime. So tell your friends, your company about it, whoever. You can also follow me at NevMed on Twitter. And my name is Neville Medora and I will talk to you later.